You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Sal Capaccio, Matt Bove. We want to really thank Kevin Carr, Assistant Program Director at WGR Sports Radio 550, uh, for uh, helping us out with the technical, technical side of things to get this to you. Uh, when we do, because Matt's flying back into Buffalo from Kansas City. He's at the Baltimore airport. We also want to thank Lucas Buckley, our uh, ex- our producer here on the program, on the podcast, I should say. He does a great job every week of getting it out to you, getting it uploaded. You can download, subscribe. Please subscribe. iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Um, Matt, let's talk about the um, the final play of the game, too. Uh, I've seen a lot of breakdowns in this. Emmanuel Acho has a breakdown. Yeah. Ben Solak has a breakdown. Uh, it was really perfectly called, perfectly executed. Uh, Taron Johnson steps in front, intercepts the pass. But this is this is you talk about Von Miller and what he what he meant on that last play, sneaky play to get him out of the um, out of the pocket a little bit. Taron Johnson. That's exactly how you want to execute when the chips are down in that type of situation. Yeah, and so for everybody who's listening, there are a lot of more detailed breakdowns, and it's easier when you're actually visually yes. looking at the play. But essentially what it seems like happened was the Bills knew that Von Miller was going to make it look like he was rushing outside and then immediately cut inside because they only had three guys on the line at that point because one person falls back. One of those edge, or one of the people on the Bills defensive line essentially falls into coverage. When that happens, it kind of causes the offensive line to freeze which lets Miller make that inside move. Milano is spying the quarterback, Mahomes. So he follows him outside. And because Miller blew up the play in the middle of the field, Mahomes kind of had to scoot to, it would have been his right, and then make a throw off balance. And when he does that, he probably makes a throw he should make. And Karen Johnson kind of, this is the perfect way of explaining it, but he kind of jumps the route because he was expecting something in the flat. I think it was Valdez Scantling who was going to run up the side, but they jumped the route. Taron Johnson makes the interception, and it was just a really, really impressive play all around for the Bills defense. And to set up that situation, Josh Allen drives the team down. Uh, the final game-winning drive that ultimately turns out to be, and the touchdown pass to Dawson Knox. Now, Matt, I'll give you my perspective on this. I did not know... Dawson Knox caught it, and I didn't even think he did. He was so he was on the other side of the field from where I was on the Bills sideline, and when that throw and catch was made, I, I thought it might have hit the ground. I I didn't see any space. I didn't see any room in there. And then I thought, well, wait a minute. If he caught it, he's probably out of bounds. 
He wasn't. It was an unbelievable throw from Josh. He was directing traffic back there. It was a huge play. And then, obviously, for Dawson Knox, for what he's been through, to come up with the game-winning touchdown pass, I know all Bills Mafia is feeling really great for him. Yeah, so I actually asked Dawson Knox after the game how much space there was between where the ball was thrown and whoever the safety was. And he was like, you know, it was inches. And yep. he said that that's evidence of how great Josh Allen is. He's like, he's the best player in the league. There's only one guy who can make that throw. It was a great throw. But I think the most telling thing and the most raw emotional answer maybe we've had in a while was from Stefan Diggs about Dawson Knox. Jason from the Buffalo News asked a question about what it was like to watch him make that play in that moment, knowing what he had been through. And Diggs talked about the importance of mental health and the importance of yep. understanding that people are going through a lot of stuff in their lives. And he was like, obviously Dawson has been dealing with a lot and he leaned on us and we take pride in the fact that, you know, we can rally together and lift him up when he needs to be lifted. And then to see him go out on the field and make a play like that, really speaks volumes to, you know, just how close they are as a team, how much they trust each other, how much they want it for each other. So there is so much more to life than football. And it's been a really tough couple months for Dawson Knox. So to see him get rewarded like that, because, you know, we talk with him often, Sal. Dawson Knox is a just great guy. And that's one of the reasons why he got the contract extension, not just because he's a great player, but also he's an asset to that team. They love that dude. And they trust him in big moments. So yesterday, they trusted him in maybe the biggest moment, and he stepped up. So shout out to him. We were out to eat, the radio crew, on Saturday night and um, actually ran into Dawson and his family. Uh, met his dad. I wasn't able to meet his um, his mom, who was there. Mom, I think, I think it might have been her, but um, it, I did meet his dad. Anyway, the point is, um, you see where he gets it from. And he was there with his dad and um, got a chance to meet him, talk with him about Dawson. Really great family, obviously. And I think he just fits Buffalo so well. And you're right. The fact that he's here, got the contract extension, going to be here for a while. Uh, just part of this group that's going to be in the mix, I think, for championship caliber runs, you know, for the next several years. And it starts with Josh Allen, and we know that. But you talk about the mental health component. That's right. Mental health is very big with this organization. Um, Sean McDermott really believes in it. He gives the guys the opportunity and the availability to make sure they have someone to talk to. The mental health component really is um, you know, something that they believe in needs to be uh, adhered to. And how their players have to have that availability, like I said, for people to go to. But part of that is as a professional, right? You talk about off the life, off the field, but even on the field. 13 seconds, Matt. That happened last year. That was the talk this week, going into the game, getting over that. I don't think this team had any lingering effects. And, in fact, in this game, the same darn thing happened at the end of the first half with 16 seconds left, and the Bills still gave it up. But yet that did not creep into what they had going on in the second half. And I think for them to be able to put this behind them and all of us, all of us, to not talk about that really anymore as we go on through this season is really big. It's frustrating being in our position knowing that that's the storyline. That's what yes. everywhere in the country is talking about, but they don't give you anything. And quite honestly, it drives me crazy as a member of the media, but I also really respect where they're coming from, and I think it's the right approach to take, and it has worked for them. It clearly is working. They're trying not to make it a big deal, and I know you sit there and you hear the cliches, it's the biggest game because it's the next game. We take this one game at a time. We don't even know who we're playing next. 
I think that's a lot of smoke and mirrors, but I do think that they're so focused on every little thing that they're doing that they can try and take themselves out of it a little bit. And I think that leads to success. I really do think that that's the way that the locker room's mindset kind of is. If we would be lying if we said that this win didn't mean more than their win against the Steelers last week when they won 38 to three, of course they wanted this one more, but I also think they realize they haven't gotten it done yet in the playoffs. So it doesn't make any sense to get super overexcited about this because you also did this last year and then you still had to go to Kansas city and then you still lost in the playoffs. So I think they can revel in these moments down the line if they get to where they're trying to get to it. But right now, totally fine with them just kind of keeping it cool and just doing the whole one week at a time thing, even though it's incredibly frustrating when we hear the same thing over and over. Well, let's talk about that big picture, what this win means for the Bills in the entire landscape of the AFC and the Kansas City Chiefs as well. 